You're listening to Oh Mother with your rock star mommy hosts, Real Myla, Chuck, and Miss Megan Lorraine. Tune in to Oh Mother where we discuss the joys and pains of everyday mommy life. Subscribe now to Oh Mother for mommy tea, laughs, and a weekend exhale. Welcome to Oh Mother, the podcast where we discuss everything, the joys and pains of real mommy life from day to day, whether it's before, during, and after the pandemic. Because one thing we know that being a mama doesn't start or end with pandemic. So Mm -hmm. this is just a moment in in our history, in our mommy journeys. I'm your host, Real Myla. I am joined by Chuck hey. over here and Miss Megan Lorraine, Fox hey. 3, and the orchestrator of all of this brilliance and beauty. Real <laughs> Nissan is in the building as well. So this hey. is so awesome to have him here. Uh, so it's been what, like two weeks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been like two weeks since we. Oh my goodness, not the computer died. What in the world? Uh oh. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> now I'm going to have to wing it. Ooh. This is going to be fun. So, it's been about two weeks since we've been here. We're, um, so, how's everyone doing today? Everyone good? Doing good. I'm just happy it's the weekend. I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, thank you, God. It's Saturday. Like, I didn't have to rush anywhere. You know, just have to make breakfast and get back in bed. Exactly. That's what I'm looking forward to, to get back in bed. That's that's Oh, yeah, I'm going straight back to bed as soon as this is over with. Chuck, how are you? Um, Come along. Uh, We are on quarantine till Wednesday. Uh, The baby and I have COVID. Oh. That's not fun. Um, Breathing hurts, which is weird but um we're making it through we're we're powering and we are through um it is saturday which means the day i am experiencing cabin fever ready to get out i bet yeah i bet you are i bet have you been watching movies um no i've been doing homework oh, <laughs> right. oh. okay okay <laughs> right. cool <laughs> Yeah. And taking care of this little dude who, in spite of being sick, is still his energetic, excitable, Mm -hmm. comical self. He's Mm -hmm. I love it. It doesn't change. Like (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Looking up at me right now, like, you're not but this is your doctor. What what? But it's all good. Did you just send us love, Milo? I can't help it. I got excited. Uh, Morning, CC. I got a little bit, you know, like overzealous. Hey, (laughs) Ann, I got a question since we're editing. I could throw something in that I forgot, can I? Yes, sort of. Anyways, (laughs) in case you didn't know, um, Oh Mother podcast is filmed in front of the livest audience ever. Yes, we're a podcast with a live audience that does things like throws gifts, talks to us, jumps in the comment. If you want to be a part of the Oh Mother podcast live audience, all you have to do is download Bego Live. It's an app. It's a streaming app. And join us anytime um, when we're 
when we're on here. You can catch us on the uh, panel. You can catch us in singles. You can catch us on lineup. So join us if you want to. We have great conversation, real life crisis. Somebody's going to win something at the end of this. So thank you for joining us. And thank you for the gifts. This is so cool. It's the only place where you can like get gifts while you work. It's wonderful. <laughs> so our last episode, we were talking about what next in this crazy world that we live in. And um, me personally, I thought about my next because now things are opening up. I'm fully inoculated, but I'm still single. So... <laughs> Thank you, son. So I'm like, you know what? How am I going to get out there? Like, it's time to to reintroduce that. Um, so today's topic is the dating game for mommies. Whether you are married, in a relationship, or single, you do realize that adult time is oh so necessary. Right? Like, thank you, TC. It's like, the most important ever. And I think we downplay that because as moms, we have so many other things that have to get done that we have to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. But we got to pay attention to our social lives and um, intimate life as well. I think that both are very important. Um, so we're going to talk about it today. So the question of the thank you hour, as in an hourglass, is how on earth do you date? How do you date? So discussion floor is open. Let's talk about it. Who's Who's got their Tinder account up? <laughs> Actually, I deleted mine because I got on here and I needed some space for all the selfies I've started taking. Ooh. So <laughs> I'm not on Tinder right now because I had to delete. Um, but I might have to put it back on. I don't know. We got to figure it out. Uh, Megan, any? Yeah, it's so interesting that, you know, we were talking about this today because I had a situation yesterday where the dating topic just came up with me and my ex-husband. And that's because, how about this, y'all? He's dating. Ooh. And he introduced her to our little one. Did, wait, did he discuss that before we, the conversation? She told me. I said, "Oh, this is like perfect timing to talk about this." I was just holding on to it. Yeah, she kept mentioning she like for two weeks in a row. She was like, "Yeah, so and so gave me this toy, but I left it, you know, wherever she left it." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And so and so went to this place with me and my daddy. We met them there. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so then yesterday she came home. He brought her home, picked her up from school and brought her here. And um, when he left, she said, so-and-so gave me some charms to put on my shoes. And so I'm like, what? So I was like, okay, you know what? I said, let me, let me make a phone call. So I, I text first. He didn't respond to text. So I called him. He's like, oh, I was driving. That's why I couldn't answer. I was like, mm-hmm. I said, so she's mentioned this person more than once. I said, is this one of your boo-boos? Like, what's going on? And he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're dating. You know, if it gets anywhere else, you know, I'll let you know. But, yeah, I had to find out from the child. And so he said to me, what'd you say? 
he said if it gets anywhere else. Yeah, I guess like if it's like serious, serious in his mind, like we're either there living together or or um wouldn't wait till it got to that point to to I guess in his mind, like where he was going to introduce me, which I don't necessarily have to meet everybody that you're dealing with, not necessarily, but my thing is but if you're gonna have them around the child. I do need to kind of know. I need to know what's going on. So then he made he tried to hit back with me. He was like, well, I know, I know you're dating. And he tried to like name some people. And I was like, no, I said, those are just my friends. I said, and none of them have met her. So it was it was a weird conversation because I'm having this conversation with someone that I was married to for nine years. And so like it was really strange. I mean, so like the feeling that I had was not necessarily like, I'm mad at you for dating. I'm not mad at you for dating. I want you to be happy. It's more so, I wish you would have said something to me instead of my child saying something to me. Right. Uh, you know, more so. <clears throat> so it was, I was like, mm. so I was like, well, you know what? I'm grateful that I have maturity because, you know, somebody else probably wouldn't have like went like stone off crazy. Um, because like, I don't, I, Maybe. I, I don't know who she is. And he, and this is the thing. He was like, well, yeah, and, I, and I've talked to her about you. And it's like, you know, he was like, and, you know, when I first, when we first got divorced, he said, I was like, you know, dating people that, you know, he said just wasn't good people, you know, he was like, and I just took a break. He says, now he said, I actually you know, have found somebody that is, I guess, in his mind, solid. So I was like, mm, it's crazy. I said, man, this is a weird place to be in. Yeah, so much to unpack with that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hit you with a lot, but I was waiting, like, to talk about because it, it literally happened to me yesterday literally right. after work and like so then it was on my mind you know of course throughout the night and i was like well good thing we're talking about this today so mm-hmm. <clears throat> no i feel like I, I took it uh, in a different direction i know you asked about me you know with for so for me dating is i live in a small city like very small compared to you know chuck you're in new york right mm-hmm. and you're in la so I'm in tiny city, even the state of Ohio compared to where y'all are from. Right. So, right. you know, where I live, truly everybody knows everybody for the most part. And if they don't know me, it's because I was married and like I wasn't out in the scene like that. So if guys see me, they're like, oh my God, like, you live here. But it's like none of them here locally, except maybe one person, but that person and I are like just very good friends, like very good friends. And it's just... <laughs> That is what it is. So it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. And I, I told one of my girls um, last week, I said, you know what? I, I feel like I'm just about to be out like a dude out here because a lot of these guys, they don't want to commit in my mind. They don't want to commit. I don't like the whole you text me on like a Tuesday and then I might hear from you on Saturday. Like you're not going to call me. Like, you know, you're going to check on me. Ask me if I'm hungry. Am I Okay. You know what I mean? You know, stuff like that. You know, just the inconsistency is what I don't care for. And because it's inconsistency, it's like, I don't want to put my emotions in anything at this point until you're going to have to really, 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 really show me. And I refuse to settle. That's another thing, too. It's like, I don't want to waste my time on somebody that I know. Like, bruh, like somebody was, you know, talking to me about a studio apartment. And that's fine. That's fine. But I'm trying to look at getting a house. Right. I want right. the dream of having a house of, of my own. Like at first, I, you right. know, when I first got divorced, I was like, nah, I'll be all right, just, you know, kicking back, you know, 
where I am. But now I don't want to do that. But you know, that's that's where his vision is. So if our visions ain't the same, then it's not gonna work. So sorry, that was a long drawn out response. And I don't mean to sound no, it's to not our, to our listeners or whatever. <clears throat> I'm not bitter. And I don't feel like I've given up hope. But I'll tell you this, I'm just not trying. I mean, I've been there. I've definitely been in that space for a while, for a while, especially when, um, you know, like you're at that transition. <laughs> Trap Jacks, you are, oh, is that? Trap Jacks, you're hilarious. <laughs> you make sure they stay fit. See, this is why you have to join us on Bego because you don't get to see in real time all these comments. Now, when you watch it, you'll get to see it as it happens. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. <clears throat> but, like, for me, I wasn't ready at first to date. Um, at first, like, on being single and being a new mom, and the both, both happened at the boom, same time. And it took me years, unfortunately, to be ready, but that's just what it took. Um, but with my child's father, you know, he never cared about who I was dating or what I was doing. Cause I think he just assumed I wasn't, mm -hmm. and he was living his life dating and doing who he wanted. Um, and I didn't agree with the choice. Um, the woman that he chose, I just had an odd vibe. <clears throat> So, you know, my role was my son can't be there, right? And come to find out I was dead on right about this person and the whole their whole thing, I was dead on right. And I'm so glad that I, you know, but just as a conversation, he'll ask me questions about who I'm dating. And I feel like in reverse, it's none of his business what I do. Um, and, you know, he'll try to throw in the whole like, well, my son. And it's like, look, he lives with me. He is going to early on meet someone, right? Because I'm the primary parent. So whether or not I'm ready to introduce you, or I shouldn't say whether or not I'm ready, whether or not it's a solid situation that's going to continue. You know, I could stretch it out a little bit. <laughs> just trust your gut. Yeah, but, you know, it's just like, even though it's it may not be a solid, or I don't know, like we're not together together, I still have to introduce early on. Right. Because you're going to come here at some point. I still want to be courted. I still want you to come pick me up. I still want you to open doors. I still want you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the only way to have that is if you're going to come into the space somewhat. But so far, there's only been one guy that my son has met. Um, <clears throat> and I did tell the father his father about it mainly because I went out of the country with that person. So I felt like, you know, I'm about to take, that's a pretty big thing to take a trip out of the country with someone. So I'm going to divulge to you that yes, I'm seeing someone. It is this person and, you know, more or less, I feel like they're okay. Obviously I'm going to trust them for this trip. So, um, yeah, it's a hard thing, but like just the other day he hit me up because he found out I went to Vegas and he's like asking all these questions and it's like dude we're not friends and even my friends don't ask me questions like this and I tell them so I'm not going to give you that courtesy like that's my business the shadow wasn't there he was doing his life you know 
if you don't have a passport, you can't date me. That's you're right. That's actually true. <laughs> that's facts. Mm -hmm. That is a statement. You do need a passport to date me. That's important. So that actually segues into what is important in dating. What are you looking for? But before we go there, what who are you funny, TC? What about you, Chuck? Now you're married, but you have a new baby. You need to have adult time and 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 together time. How do you do that? How do you deal with that? Because we don't. We don't. Okay. Um, right now in my um in my marriage, it's a very challenging time. Um, just my husband's not a bad guy. He's not a terrible person. I I just personally believe in becoming a parent. Um, along with being a husband, he was ready for the titles, not the responsibilities that came along with it. Um, mm -mm. um, hold on one second. I'm sorry, guys. Um, okay. You are totally good because we are doing what we're mommies, mommies, and that's what we and do. Multitasking. Real life happens all the time. Mm -hmm. And we're on a live, so yeah. No, I'm surprised you hear my that. little one tap me on my shoulder on the floor and say, "Mommy, I went number two at, in the bathroom." I'm like, "Okay, like, oh, did you flush the toilet?" Like, I don't care. No, um, so that part. <laughs> so, um, the whole even prior to becoming a mom, the whole romance aspect was sort of fading and dissipating. So, um. I don't know. It's just, it's just proved, it's just proven to be challenging. Um, I'm, I'm a romantic at heart. I love dating. I love love. I love the fluff, the flowers, the candy, um, the getting slapped in the face by a little person. Um. <laughs> I feel you. That little hand is everything. But um, it's just, it's proven difficult. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. You went out. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Okay. Great, great, great. Um, it's, it's proven difficult. It's proven difficult. I, I, I'd love to date. I'm, because I'm married, I'm not, in, obviously, I'm not entertaining anyone else. Can you hear me? Yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, now we can hear you again. Because I'm I'm married, I'm not entertaining or dating anyone else. It's <laughs> just non-existent at this point. My my I don't even I don't even know what that is. My main concern right now is just raising my baby and you know hoping things work out for the better. And if they don't, I mean that's okay too. <laughs> I still I still gotta push on. I mean eventually, I mean hopefully. I'd get back into the dating scene. But um where you thought I was going, Jax. Um, but I'm just not I'm just I'm just not I don't I don't know. I don't know. The the idea the the idea of dating, even my own spouse right now, it, it's overwhelming. With okay. with with a new baby, with mm -hmm. school 
with mm-hmm. battling COVID, where can you go? What can you do? And I mean, you can, you know, try to be as adventurous as you can. Mm-hmm. Or uh-huh. when, it, ow, when it comes to, um, I don't know, dating via internet, doing something in the house, risking going somewhere. But it's just, I just, I don't know. It just doesn't exist for me right now. And hopefully it'll come back. Hopefully with my husband. And if not, then with someone else. (laughs) But, (laughs) but, um, yes, but it's uh, got to come back. Yes. Coming back. (laughs) Yes. Um, have you guys talked about therapy? Yes, I have suggested it. Um, unfortunately, he believes that I am the only one that needs therapy. He does not, and we do not. We can figure it out on our own. But I am a, a, um, a firm believer that we need help. If we could figure it out ourselves, then we would have. We have not. So now it's time for some external help, and he's just not. He's not open to it. And unfortunately, you can't be the only one trying. It has to be a reciprocated type of situation. And if not, then you know, just oh, it just yeah. doesn't work. But I, I'm, I'm ther- therapy is good. Therapy is good. As Nissan said down there, therapy is good, and I have no problem. I don't. I'm a little touched. I know I am. I have no problem <laughs> speaking to someone about it. But it, uh-huh. it's like I said, when you're the only one willing, and when the other person is not, there's no reciprocation. There's no equality in it. It's 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 really it's not even an uphill battle. It's it's no battle. You just it's either you're there, or you're not, and unfortunately, it's just not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like right no, now. No, I I agree wholeheartedly with that. Because um, I think two things. I think individually, I need therapy. I think in relationship with something, we would absolutely need therapy. And I say that because not everybody is always ready to communicate Mm -hmm. or at the same level of communication right so just to come to any understanding or common ground you I think need someone to help you break certain things down Mm -hmm. you know and oftentimes like someone told me recently that I'm seeing they pointed out that I don't like to be asked questions right Mm -hmm. and when I said it it really stung a chord to me because it's something that my mother says. It's like her main critique of me. Like, I just won't ask you anything I, oh, because I'm a sad. She's like, I just won't ask you anything. And I thought it was just our little thing, right? No. I didn't realize that I came off that way to other people. Um, I had no idea. And so my usual response is like, ah. Right. But because this was like a completely different person, different scenario, different everything saying it, I listened and I realized like, okay, you know, but sometimes you need some help seeing Mm -hmm. that and then breaking that down. You know, when someone points something out to you, like, you know, you say things like this, I then look at it like that, you know, and so. It, it was helpful. Um, but in dating, I totally agree with you, Megan. I'm not taking anything less than what I really want. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't believe that, like, I know sometimes in dating, people are like, oh, it's too soon to do this. Or it's too soon to say this. But you if you plan it. on feeling that way next week, why is it too soon to tell you right now? Right. Like, oh, you lasted with me three months, so now I'm going to tell you. I expect for you to be at this level, but you've been here this whole time. And I've been good with it because it's not time yet. So I ask for everything up front. I really do. I want it all. I want <laughs> and, to, and I, just to be honest. I want you to Jack. date me. I want you to court me. I want to feel special all mm -hmm. the time. I want to know that I matter to you. I want to see you make time for me, for us, you know. And and I, I think, like, I'm worth that. Absolutely. Shout out to Bigo because I truly didn't understand my worth until I got on this app, which sounds wow. insane. Mm. But I really didn't. I've never had someone buy me things, mm. right? Because mm -hmm. I need you to buy. I buy myself. I want to buy. <laughs> what do I need you? You know what I mean? I'm not <laughs> waiting for anything. But I realized that it's important. Yeah that someone is doing these things in your life if that's what you want and that mm -hmm. you allow them to do it that you put it out there but i had to get on here to learn that right. that yeah you are worth somebody spending um their time which hey. is money their money which is money mm -hmm. their attention which, which once you invest your money where do you pay attention to mm -hmm. duh you know what i mean so I, I think that that's all real important. And I also think that more women, we have to practice dating and understanding what it is to be courted. Like maybe there needs to be like an upgraded, um, like etiquette, dating etiquette thing. That's like 2021 mm -hmm. version, mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of us are independent. A lot of us are used to shouldering things and moving on our own. So to learn how to, and when to let down that guard and with whom, you know what I mean? Like, now you shouldn't let that guard down with everybody that want to talk to you. Because, of course, everybody wants to talk to us. We're beautiful. We're smart. We're, you know, loving. We're caring. Like, so, duh, yes, people want to be with you. But now, do they deserve to be with you? Right. Do they even deserve your time? Sometimes I'll look at my phone and I'll get a text message. And that's another thing, too, this whole dating thing. These random FaceTimes. Like... The pressure of having to be FaceTime ready. Can you can we can we also make it very clear that even being a married woman, the FaceTimes and the DMs and all of these things still come and they don't these dudes don't care. Oh like no. I'm whether whether I'm happily married or miserably married, I still have a covenant that I have to respect. Yes. That I'm willing to that I'm not willing to compromise. And it don't it don't matter. Brother, no, they really do not care, TC. You're absolutely right. They they don't, they don't. But um, like Myla said, courting course 2021. I think that's, that's totally necessary. But also, it comes with it. I think I think where courting also went out of the window was this, and I I may get crucified for this, but I really don't care. Um, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, that um, I'm a woman, I can do everything a man can type of situation. Um, and the reality <laughs> is, while I may be capable of doing it, I don't want to. That part. <laughs> you said it. I don't want to be my own husband. I don't want to be my own dude. I am all woman. 
I am comfortable mm-hmm. being an old woman. I don't want to have to be him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to have to be him. And it's 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 yes. it's definitely totally understand. It's ugh. but the DMs having to always be ready. Listen, you gonna catch me in my bonnet. You gonna catch me after I done untwisted this hair halfway, and the other half is still in these ugly plaits. And if you can't take it, that's too bad. That part. The expectation also in dating, like from my marriage, the expectation that you always be up and always be on. But sometimes I don't feel like being on. Sometimes I don't feel like a wing liner and million lashes mascara or some concealer or correction or making sure that these edges are laid. I, sometimes I just don't I don't feel like it. it it's so it's so much energy with so little effort on the other end. Well, I got to do so much work. No, exactly. I, I totally understand. And, and I know exactly where you are. I remember, <laughs> you know, after having, you know, my little little one. Hold on. Jada. Go ahead. I don't know. I didn't have the remote. You had it. Okay. Okay. I just remember. <laughs> after having my my baby and i remember sometimes somebody in my family or somebody has said to me they saw me out and they were like what, what, what what's going on with how you look like that like what, what, what's going on i was freaking exhausted i was exhausted and i was nursing i was working mm. a job that was an hour and 30 15 hour and 15 away from me up and back Oof. and pumping while I was, thank you, pumping, you know, at the office, trying to preserve the milk, bring it home. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and then coming straight home and going straight back into mommy mode and having to do it all over again. It was so stressful and exhausting and tiring. And so when someone, you know, would say to me, like, what's going on with how you look? It was, it hurt my feelings first, naturally. And it's just like, would y'all see I'm trying? Like, I don't have anybody here. I didn't have a lot of help. I had, you know, some support, but then again, I was very clingy to my child too. So then at the same time, I'm leaving her to go to work. So then when I come home, I want to be with her. So that meant like, you know, if he was going to the gym, which he went to the gym all the time, um, that's just who he is, like the career path that he has, you know, whatever the case is. But, you know, um, I, I wasn't in the gym like that. So like, you know, whatever weight that I did put on, from my pregnancy, like I probably didn't lose it right away or my weight went up and down or whatever. But I think it was more so just like my appearance. Like I just didn't look like maybe put together as people would expect me to look. But Chuck is right. The pressure of you want me to be on all the time. You want me to cook this food. You want me to go get it. You want me to clean the house. You want me to take care of this baby. You want the baby to be asleep by the time, by the time you get home. And then you want me to lay it on you. And it's like... <laughs> Bruh, like, you know, it's a lot. Like, do what you gotta do, and all right, so I can go to sleep. So, <laughs> yeah, so I can go to sleep. Sleep is so important. <laughs> yes, and it really, and you know, I felt like that too. And you know, early on in becoming a mom, my son's father and I we broke up, but it was due to him cheating, and that. Again, like you say, you're a new mom. Um, at the time, not only was I a new mom, I had just taken on my grandmother, who was 90-something at the time, fighting to get custody of her in court. So there was just a lot of 
of upheaval going on, you know? And I didn't feel like I could pay attention to whatever he needed me to be, right? And so part of me, ironically, didn't care that he was cheating. I was almost relieved because I felt like, okay, fine, bet, that's my out, right? You're cheating, this is a wrap, fine. <laughs> like, whatever, just fine. And I didn't really want to deal with me mm-hmm. because I didn't have the space or, or mental capacity to deal with myself. So I was relieved. That, and, and I know that might sound like completely crazy. It doesn't. But I really was relieved um, as much as I was hurt by the betrayal. Like, mm-hmm. I still felt betrayed, mm-hmm. but I felt relieved because it was like, okay, bet. I know what the I know what how we're gonna handle this. You're gonna go your way. I'm gonna go my way. I got this. And even in that decision, I didn't really understand the fullness of what that means. That I'm gonna have this and I'm gonna do this and you're gonna go on. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for a long time I felt ashamed, especially because like in our situation, our families are close. We come from the same circle of people from the same tiny little city, you know, so everybody knows everybody, right? So if you're out with this chick at this birthday party of these mutual friends, right, then I'm going to hear back. So you feel like, I felt like I had to hide myself. And that's exactly what I did. I hid myself in work and taking care of my child and getting custody of my grandmother. Then my dad got sick and I just hid myself and everything um and probably didn't come out of hiding until 2020 which is hilarious (laughs) that long for me so how long was that huh how long was that my son is nine so we went our right So I just took on everything, one thing after another, just take on this, take on that, and never taking on myself. And and that's why I said, like, and so I can't even express to you the full magnitude of when I say coming on this app changed me because I started to care about how I presented myself differently. Like before, as a writer working from home, and I could just do my job make you happy. I don't ever have to see you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I never had, I, I would get hired for jobs that I never had to go in and talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I never had to cam up and do FaceTime or Zooms or anything like that. Right. Mm-hmm. My job, I'd be on it. Boom. I gave you what you want to give me my money. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so if you had, a, and when people did suggest that we FaceTime or something, it'd be like, are you no, <laughs> that's what we won't be doing. Not here. I'm not here for it. So I wouldn't do it. Um, so I just came out of hiding and then entering out like into dating world. Like I said, one of the best things is that I, I believe that I now I'm beginning to understand my value and my worth truly. And I won't compromise that or accept anything that is not at that level. And before I did a lot of compromising. Even in dating, it'd be like, well, you know, they have the potential. They might be one day. Um, they could, you know, if only. And now I'm like, uh-uh. 
I don't like that. I gave you my number. You didn't call me. Now I don't like you. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. I don't like that. That's <laughs> you know, whatever it is, I just cut it off early. Somebody was like, oh, well, you, you got to give it time. No, I don't. No, you don't. No, I you don't. Know, that mm-hmm. attitude sounds like me pre-marriage. Um, my nickname was King Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, King Chuck. King very, Chuck in the building. I I have a. It's like the innate thing in me is to not give a f about anybody's feelings except my own, mm-hmm. because it's so often that there is no reciprocation. If I'm giving my all, I know that when I'm in relationship, that's it. It is mm-hmm. what it's me and you till the wheels fall off. But once, but once it's, it's not, oh, okay, say less, say less, because I, I can, I have no problem putting me first, mm-hmm. yeah. not whatsoever, so in those, in those situations, it's just, ugh. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that attitude, I don't know, I, I'm, I could be jaded, I could be calloused in a sense, but I also, again, I also don't care. <laughs> Speaking as someone who's who, who married, like even even now, like as I was saying with my um with my husband, like we were living in Atlanta. After after a while, March second, twenty twenty one, my son and I relocated to New York, and have not looked back because I know, I know what I bring to the table. Hell, I am the table. Come on. <laughs> well, what I'm not going to do is settle. And and I did. I settled for certain treatment for his comfort. I've compromised and I've sacrificed for his com his comfort for lack of confrontation. But I had to I had to get back to being a little bit confrontational for my own sanity. He's <laughs> okay, <table. laughs> I just it wasn't it wasn't it's not it wasn't working. I, I I noticed myself fading, myself compromising, myself sacrificing, giving up the things and not even getting the bare necessities. Uh I had I had a whole baby. I got a oh thanks. And that's it. I don't get I have a husband and I don't get help with my son. And you you would think, oh, okay, I did it the right way. I I went to school, I graduated, I got into a relationship, I got married, then I had a baby following the the Christian standard mm-hmm. to do it, and it came back and bit me in the ass because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still dealing exactly. with stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm still dealing with the same stuff mm-hmm. that I wasn't supposed to deal with doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It's just no, it's so true. It's it's unfortunate. So you know, use the term, but ethnic feelings like. No, I, no, that's what I was thinking. for the longest, I would say things like, "Thank you." I felt like a married um, single person or single parent married. all the time. Oh, and I think a lot of moms, on that. Yeah, I think oh, a lot. Can of moms, I tell you? Go ahead. I asked someone not to cut you off. I asked somebody one time. I was inquiring about a friend. I was like, oh, how's so-and-so? And you know what the response was? She was like, you know, she's doing okay being a single mom, and the person is married. <laughs> and when they said that, the response, I was like, huh? And then no, I was like, that's real. you know what? 
that's real talk. And then we were having this conversation the other day talking about having children. And I said, you know, when, when it comes down to it, you can go into it even with all the right stuff, all the right components. And then life happens and the game changes. And you're still a mom. You still have to fulfill that. And it feels like sometimes like, oh, well, the men don't have to. And it's not that they don't have to. They just may choose not to fulfill it that way. And we, because of maybe, I don't know, if it's carrying the children or society or whatever, we feel that we have to choose to do it. So we do. And so it feels like jaded, but I hear you on that single, single marriage. I mean, I've never been married, but when you, when you, you have a a partner or a spouse who doesn't, it's not that you feel you have to do it. You have to do it because there's that child that's completely dependent on you. Like if I don't, He's he's still be seven months tomorrow, and he's wearing twelve to eighteen month clothes. If I'm still trying to squeeze him in three month onesies, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And taking taking care of the child is more than just oh I read to him, oh I bathed him, oh I held him for a couple minutes, so I put him on the bobby and then just watched him. No, it is it's 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 all of that. It's the nurturing. It's the it's the um, making sure their well-being is good, making sure they have food, even though the mom is breastfeeding. In, in my case, I'm breastfeeding and I'm pumping. But guess what? He eats food, and he eats a lot. Them little pouches of food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, Tear them up. <laughs> 139 and 159 and 169 might not seem like a lot for for a pouch of food. You have to take into consideration that a child eats multiple times a day. Yes. Every single day. And then you have to take into consideration that with a child th- that grows the way mine does, he's already going into size four diapers. And any parent who buys diapers knows that the larger the diapers, the less they are in the box, but also the more expensive they are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That part I don't miss, for sure. Listen, you just took me back. You just literally yes. took me back to my Yo. frustration. Yo. Shopping. Oof. We got COVID because I was in Target getting him food, and because we had I had an, a lady an, an incubus of viral plague coughing behind me and she wouldn't socialize. Oh my God. Right, just disgusting. But it's like it's like the cost. I I find myself spending two hundred and three hundred dollars in Target every time I go, and I know Target is a trap store. We know yeah, this. It is. But but when you're buying the necessities. Like, and now there are other things that you have to take into consideration to protect them and for their well-being. You have to have Clorox wipes. You have to have Lysol wipes and microband and spray to make sure that your environment is sterile and clean because... Exactly. So it's, you don't have the choice, especially when you don't have the help. You don't have the choice to not, unless you're just going to be a crappy parent. And yeah. I have the of doing that. He doesn't deserve that. He didn't ask to be here. But he got do what you you gotta do what you gotta do. Spend what you gotta spend. And it's, it's it's money, it's time, it's energy. I don't have the energy. With COVID and breastfeeding and pumping, 
and being the primary parent every doctor's visit every every it's it's tiring so so then it come it, it brings it back around well what about dating oh i think you're paying more attention to the baby than me i have to you're a grown person you've got a left and a right hand make it work in this exactly instance. while that I'm, part while i'm doing everything else mm -hmm. and if your left and right hand want to help and work for me too i mean by all means mm -hmm. hey would i'm doing the podcast right now you know chuck i totally I, i'm telling uh -huh. you i've been there totally understand and i remember when she was six months years old and there was something going on in my marriage and i remember telling god like i said okay god like i can't even deal with that mm -hmm. because i have to take care of my baby so you know i'm gonna let you deal with that and i take care of my child because before having my daughter my own mother had passed away. So even while during my pregnancy, my mother passed in January, I found out I was pregnant. I didn't get pregnant like until, thank you. I didn't get pregnant like until May. Um, okay, I, I got pregnant in May, the same year she had passed away. So naturally, and the weird thing about it is like, so the timing of it was um, my due date was near her date of passing away in January. So my doctor, like, so, so naturally, so then my whole pregnancy, I was trying my best to not be like overly dep depressed. Like I knew I was depressed, but I was like trying my best not to be overly depressed because I don't want to, you know, have a miscarriage or something to happen. Right. Uh, you know, whatever the case is, people kept saying, you know, one of my family members who is a psychologist just said to me, I'm not listening. You're going to try to pull yourself together with some of these things. You don't want your baby coming out being all, you know, sad or whatever. Mm -hmm. the case is. So I did things for myself to like try to like you know make it as best as it, you know i had a good pregnancy it wasn't like sick or anything but after my baby got here i was just like man this sucks like you know i'm trying to figure out how to be a mom when i want my own mom right and then i don't really have a strong relationship with his mother that's a whole nother thing like <laughs> can i just another topic? we're gonna make that a topic and that's coming up Girl, it is coming up. You guys will cover in love, in laws. I'll cover the in loves. That's what okay. I call mine. Okay. So, so we, yeah, so then don't worry, that's coming. So like you know, so because of that, it's like I'm like literally like clingy on my baby because I just I'm just clingy on her. Like I just was like, nope, like she's mine. And so then it's like, so then at, when you get to the six month, you know, age bracket, like by that time I was like, okay, God, you know, I'm done with this stuff, but like, I don't have time to deal with it. I'm sleepy. I'm tired. Like you said, Chuck, money, you know, money was like for me, I feel like it was tight. Now granted, I, one thing I can't take away from him, he did work, you know, he worked, you know, he provided a home for us and things like that. But then my struggle would come like, you know, well, you know, there's other things that need to be taken care of in the house that I don't know how to do. So then I would hire other people to come like fix stuff or do stuff for me or if someone can like put a picture up for me or put something together like a toilet seat, like her little potty training, you know, thing. Like mm -hmm. because he might have been always working. But then again, it's like, you know, finding time for him to do those things. So it was stressful. Like I felt like I'm being a parent and I'm also trying to maintenance this house you know, that we have, and I'm still working. Thankfully, when I did land the job that I have now, that allowed me to work remotely, even before the pandemic, I would work remotely and I would travel. It allowed me, you know, to be able to balance it in some kind of way 
being, you know, a mom and not feeling like necessarily so exhausted. It just took a little bit of the weight off of me. But I mean, I totally, you know, I totally understand exactly where you are. I hope that, you know, he does, you know, get it together in the sense. And does we understand, trust me, mm-hmm. because I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of caution with what I say, mm-hmm. because, you know, my ex is a detective. So I'm pretty sure nine times out of 10, hey, I'm sure you're listening to this when it, when it airs. <laughs> that's how he's wired. I'm sure he is. But, um, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I feel like with them, too, with the, you know, with the guys, you know, the men, they and he and he did say this to me after that. He knows that I'm a good mom. And he says it to me now all the time. He says, you're such a you're so, such a good mom. I hope because he doesn't want to have more children, whoever he has a baby with next, that they're able to be the same type of mom, you know, that you are. Um, he's now forced to do certain things as a father naturally because you know we are not together and we do have a shared parenting parenting plan i am the custodial parent so naturally you know she lives with me you know that's this is her residence but when she's with him she's with him but he's forced in my mind that's like i say it to step up and have to do certain things Mm -hmm. whatever the case is now the other caveat is that he does have the support system of his his mother to help him when she's with him you know, whatever the case is, and I guess this new friend child that he got. So, you know, whatever with that. <laughs> Whatever's going on with that. You know, whatever they doing. <laughs> right. Because like I said, I made it clear. She ain't met nobody over here. It's one thing if she jumps on my FaceTime and because she's a kid, she's going to pop in and want to see what's going on, whatever the case is, but she ain't met nobody. But my thing is, he has that additional support and for me I know Myla you were like it's weird you know having your little one away from you the way it is you'll get used to it you'll be okay for oh, me yeah. I welcome it you know because it truly I welcome it just like with her like I told you my daughter's in school and you know I look forward to Mondays because then I know she's going back to school and right. that way, it gives me a little bit of a mental break or a break just to sit down without having to get up every 15 because she exactly. he's brought in so many pieces of candy since we've been in here. She's like, can I have this? You know, things like that. So it's just that all that it'll get, <laughs> but it will get better. It'll get yeah, better. I, I would like it to get better on the other side of y'all staying together, you know, but now that I'm on the other side of not being um, married, I, it, it will get better. This time last year, I was just in the place of like literally my divorce was finalized last year. Oh wow. So, okay. Yeah. So I went through my divorce during like, you know, the first set of the pandemic, if you mm-hmm. would say. You know, we separated before that. You know, I took a good year before I decided, you know, or we decided, you know, what we were going to do moving forward with us. And then, you know, literally sold our, sold our home, moved into my place, and then boom, next year, you know, twenty twenty came and pandemic. So right. It'll get better on either side of it. I will hope it gets better on the marriage side, but you know, if, if it if it goes a different route, then you know it'll for sure get better on that side. Because like, like I said, this time last year, I felt yeah, people were complaining about going through the pandemic. I was grateful just to have peace of knowing that that part was done. That yeah. part was done, and you know, we were committed to being 
uh, great co-parents to our daughter because she didn't ask for this. Like you said, she didn't ask to be here and she for sure did not ask for her parents not to be together. Our mm-hmm. parents were still together. My parents were together until my mother passed away, you know, so it's not how we were raised per se. So like it, in that case, I felt like a failure. And Myla, when you talked about um, how you isolated basically, I isolated myself before I got divorced. I isolated myself <laughs> for a year. A wow. good year. Because I had just gone through so much at dealing with some stuff that we were dealing with. And I was more so then when my house was up for sale, there's people in my neighborhood who knew us, you know, church people and things like that. So I knew once they saw my house for sale, they were like, oh, what's going on? You guys are leaving like that. So that's embarrassing because at the time I didn't have a place to tell you, like, they were like, oh, where are you going? I literally had to say to somebody because I had an attitude and I was like, dang, you really trying to be my business. I was like, I don't know. And I didn't know. I was like, I don't know where I'm going. I was literally looking for a place to live because he he sprung that on me so quickly. I just wasn't prepared. And and we had a nice house. Literally, we put the sign up on Thursday. We had people coming in on Saturday to look at the house. You know what I mean? So like I was hurt because I loved my home. Um, I was sad because I was embarrassed. I'm like, now people are going to really know something's going on. And then three, you know, my body was jacked up because then literally on my cycle, I was bleeding nonstop because Ooh. I was so freaking stressed about out. That. Right. Trying to find a place, scramble to find a place to live, you know? So once I made it on the other side of all of that, I was like, okay, you know, God, thank you for keeping me. But, you know, the peace that I had, of just knowing, A, I had a place to live. And and even in Denchuck, I didn't have a bed. I didn't have any furniture in my bedroom. My first night in this house, I slept with my daughter because I gave her all the furniture that I brought from my parents' house to put in one of the guest rooms. I wanted her to be as comfortable as possible. So her room was fully furnished. I literally got in the bed with her that first night. Thank goodness I had found me a bed that week and it was delivered on that Saturday. And I was just grateful just to have the bed but if I didn't have the bed I told God I said you know what? I don't even care because I'm just happy that a I have a place to live and you brought me this far to this point to know that I know you're not gonna leave me you're gonna keep me and exactly now I recognize truly because when people know and I do tell them all this when I finally start sharing all this stuff people are like oh my god I know you were going through all that yeah you never know what people are going through you know we could be out here looking all fine and dandy and going through hell that you don't know about. That's why you got to treat people kindly because you never know what the heck that they're going through. But I know I saw this to say, I'm sure I'm an example for somebody else who's going to maybe one day have to go through that. And I can tell you, anybody listening, that you'll be okay. You'll make it on the other side. Thankfully, he and I have a good and this Miley using y'all ain't friends. No, we we're friends. friends. We are friends. Oh, oh, he ain't we're friends. Uh, it's, a, it's an odd situation we are friends um and maybe that's it maybe we're too much friends we're we're almost we're family in fact that's more accurate we were friends for the 10 years we were together we are now family because i got pregnant after our 10 years together so 10 years together broke up baby wow so um yeah, so we're, we are, I consider us to be family, but we are, I mean, but it's still a complicated situation because he's still himself, I'm still myself, and those two together, um, I think we're, I hope we're beginning to find our way, 
um, with co-parenting. I really do. I like I, that's something that I pray for that he's able to increase his involvement and engagement. That I'm comfortable with the situation and. Overall, I want my son, my son needs that, right? Like that's what it's about. I want him to have what he needs and he needs his father to be there. Um, but in spite of that, you know, God is amazing in our lives and he has given us things in addition to that relationship. I can't say it's gonna replace it, but having, you know, my father, play a pivotal role in my son's life, his other grandmother. Like, so he has this support, um, but I want to see his father, his parental, that side of the parental support increase because I want him to have the best. And I mean, I think that's what most parents want is for your child to have the best, right? Mm -hmm. Have something better than you. And I just wanted to double back. Uh, Chuck was saying about taking care of a baby is more than just changing diapers and all those things. One of the most powerful things that I always heard my mother say is that whatever is good for you is what's best for that child, right? Mm -hmm. So to that, taking care of your child or children means taking care of you. Right. And sometimes we we prioritize it a little differently because, um, you know, the emergency is the child, the baby that, you know, and what they need. But we have to recognize that we are number like, what do they tell us on the plane? Put your mask on first. And I really started trying to parent that way. Right. Like, yes, I'm involved. I need to make sure you have what you need, blah, 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 blah. That's a given. But I've got to put on my mask first. Otherwise, I'm not going to be any good to him. Mm-hmm. Not in the long run, you know, because there's going to be a part of me that's neglected, that's unhappy, that's dissatisfied, that's sh- ashamed of all of that, that feels guilty about that. Like, and all of that, then I take that into my mothering. That's how I start mothering him. You know what I mean? Out of that. And I don't, I don't want to do that. So, again, I go back to the fact that, like, I'm I'm learning to put myself first. And I think yeah. it's very important that we do that, especially as they get older. Because before we know it, we'll have empty nests and we'll be looking around like, now, why didn't I take care of myself? Why didn't I do, you know, they're gone. Mm-hmm. So that's important. Yeah, no. It must be, is it cold there? Oh, okay. Okay. Like, is it cold? Is it burr? It's cold here. Oh, it's cold there? It's, a little it's like 56. It's, oh, okay. it's not cold. I think we're having a um, heat wave right now. California is always having a heat wave. <laughs> I know. I think we are. I think we are having a heat wave. So, and that last jealousy. Time, you said what? I said if you can't hear it, that is jealousy in my voice. Yes, we we picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I might have heard it. I, I I caught it. I caught it. So last week, or la- not last week, last episode, I had asked a question 
I think it was if you were stranded on the island, right? So every episode, there's a question. And if you're in the comments, feel free to answer this question. Uh, you can do that and uh, join in. So today's question is, where would your dream date be? Like a first date or just any date? Where is your dream date? Like where where would you go? What would you be doing? Um, and go all out the box on this. Like if you envision somebody taking you in a private jet or a helicopter ride to Catalina Island, what would hey whatever? Dream big. Let's go. Hey Apex. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. I got to do that for Apex every time Apex comes into the room. I do Thank that for you. myself on conference calls at work. And I know they're probably, probably like, at any time, like, my staff does, I'm like, beep, 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 beep. And they're like, what is that? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> all the time. And I felt so sweet when I saw I was watching The Method Man and Red Man. Um, yes! Wasn't that so good? Do you understand? I had a whole con. I was at a concert in my house. I watched it twice. I, I like want to watch it again because I felt that. I felt every Me too. song. Me too. Because up. Reggie is like one of my top lyricists. Like he's, he's in my like top seven. If I had if I had a seven, he's up. He's okay. in here. I feel like people don't give they don't give Redman his flowers like they should. They really don't because he's dope. Redman has always been dope. He's so dope. But that's so. because that's because Method Man is taking all the shine with all that fun. I mean, he just mm -hmm. gets better and better. He is hot. Cliff but they both look good to be like their age. Like, they, they both look amazing. They I thought. And their level, right, energy level was up, up, up. Hey, shout out to Redman, Method Man, one of the best rap duos ever. Facts. Ever. The only thing that can make that better is I feel like on a versus, we need to have Outcast. Andre 3000 versus Big Boy. I heard. Because I know they don't. You know they what? Go ahead. Well, I know. I think. Did they break up? But I heard that they were going to do an Outcast versus Shot. I heard that. That's exciting. Honestly, if they did it, I'd be here for it. Oh, I'm there for it. Right. I'm all the way there for it. I'm all the, I'm there for um SWV and Escape on the eighth. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a turn up for real. Mm -hmm. Yep, I can't wait. I can't I I just don't need either side doing too much talking. Let's just play the songs. That's not a lot of talking. That's I can't, I can't. So I don't know how Let's they just do that with all those with all those ladies up there. You know, they might just be kind of talking a lot. I hope they don't. I and I don't want, you gotta keep saying, I love you. No, I love you too. No, I love you. Like, okay, we know y'all like each other. Sorry. Right. Like the Ashanti Keisha Cole fest. It was like, if you gotta compliment this girl one more time, I can't, can't say it. Like, let's just get to the songs. Let's do the song. So, yeah, I'm here for it. I love um, that. But here's the question. Oh, let's yeah. not like, skirt around this. Right. Let's <laughs> not skirt around this. I wanna know from everyone, where is your dream date? It doesn't have to be a mate like huge, expensive. It could be simple, but whatever you would really like. Where would you love for somebody to plan to take you? I'll go 
first, just to give you guys a chance to think about it. My favorite date place is the LA Zoo. Oh. I love the LA Zoo. I've since I was a little girl, my mom used to take me almost all the time when we lived in Hollywood. Um, and I just love the zoo. I, it's gorgeous. Um, they sell alcohol. So you could you could be adult. Yeah, they have wine, beer, all that. Um, they even have some restaurants, I think, that might have hard liquor. Like there might be one restaurant in the front that has that. But you can picnic. You could bring your own food. You could take the tram to like a more secluded picnic space. Um, and then there's something awesome about getting to know someone and looking at animals, right? And because it's 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 nature, it's natural, and you know you'll see things. Um, it, it's pretty fun. So that's my favorite place. But my ideal date at the zoo would be. You know, we have some food already picked out. We might we might start off by going to Trader Joe's together first, grabbing our snacks. I, that was one of my best dates, a date to Trader Joe's. Let me tell you, it was so much fun. And then we went home and we cooked. But in this scenario, we go to Trader Joe's, get our snacks. We go to the zoo, pull up, chill, ride the tram, because we don't need to be all worn out walking all over the place. I mean, we could walk a little bit, but we don't need to be weathered and looking crazy. Um, we would have our little speaker, because you can have your own little music and just chill. Um, afterwards, I would like to go, because that's at Griffith Park. You see, I've thought about this stuff, y'all. Um, <laughs> I want to go to the observatory. Just take a drive through Griffith Park because it's beautiful. Take me up to the observatory. Let's go to one of the little shows where they tell you all about what's going on in the sky and then let the sun set and look at the city from there. Ending it with Thai food or Indian. I could go Thai or Indian, but I want to go somewhere really awesome and fun there's a place called Toy on Sunset Boulevard. They're open to like 4 a.m. and they're um, Thai. And it's so cool. It's like kooky cool when you walk in there. They got all this weird stuff. It's it's cool. So I, I would do that and that would be the day. That would be the day. Possibly ending with talking all night, like go out to the beach until the sun comes up. That's cool. okay. Fantastic. Okay. Okay, um, audience, in the in the comments, I want to see yours too. Where's yeah. your date? Um, me, I'm a wanderlust at heart. Um, if I could have an extended date, like if we could just country hop, ooh, like an ideal first date for me would be country hopping. Mm, country hopping. You're learning me, and the best way, I feel like the best way to learn somebody, or the way you learn, is to travel with them. Right. In those type of situations. Mm-hmm. I mean, all for it. All for it. We can country up. We can start in England and work our way, France, end up in Italy, and then just, you know what, let's switch the continent. We're going to Asia this week. And end up back in, in in Bali because Bali is my favorite places in the whole wide world. Mm -hmm. Um, but let's 
let's just do that. We can get food, immerse ourselves in culture. See if you are the person that just likes to sit home, sit in the room all day, sleep. Do you want to stay out on the beach? Do you want to go for adventures? That's the type of stuff. That would be an ideal date, an extended first date of country so hopping. So first date, because I'm going to tell you, last year I did exactly that with somebody. It yeah. wasn't our first date. Uh-huh. But it was our last. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's okay. That's so, I mean, yeah, no, no. I listen. I look at it like this: to go all the way to Europe to find out that you're not the one, and I got a trip to Europe out of it. I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm not going to complain. But in the moment, the travel was like, oh my gosh, I have more fun with my seven-year-old than with you. Like, I would much rather be doing this. So it was like, yeah, but I would do it again, but I would do it again. I would, I love travel that much that I would actually do it again, which is crazy, but I, I would. If it doesn't work, you know, I had a great time in Italy. I had a great time in France and Europe, all over Europe, Asia, went on, went on over to Australia, New Zealand, you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the best of the experience, whether okay. it work out for you or not. Mm-hmm. Would you stay with this person country hopping if it wasn't working out? Like, let's say you get to Italy, you've been to France and London, and you're like, this, would you continue to country hop without him? Like, you know what? I mean, as long as, as long as I felt safe, like if I didn't, if there's no bodily harm, there's no, this person trying to kill me in my sleep. Right. Type of situation. Then yeah, because we, we we can as adults, prayerfully, this person is mature enough to realize, okay, it's just not working out, and that's okay. Same room or separate rooms? Nah, I need my space. Okay, bet. Okay, that's what's up. That's I need what's my, up. I, I that's, need my, that's probably where I went wrong. And I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> they like okay, so. I kind of think that's where. <laughs> it's like what if i'm sick of you and now i want to punch you in the face we in another country i might get locked up right i done punched you in the face oh lord i barely made it back y'all i barely made it back for that very reason because all i saw was the great or belvedere bottle that i could just right there within reach and just tell me the belvedere bottle was empty Nah, I was full. Nah. I didn't pick it up. Okay, good. I did I, I stopped myself. I went and I took a shower. I was still upset. So then I just went into the hotel lobby and chill for the rest of the night. Like, let me just chill out here because I don't like you. And I can't front. And you breathe one more time and I might just... Mm. You know when you're breathing, getting on my nerves, like you I was gonna breathing. say, if they're breathing or the sound of them eating food is wearing you out, then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right? I watch you chew, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> stop chewing, just choke, okay? Yes. Just choke. Right, choke. Get it over. <laughs> Get it over with. All right, Megan, where's your date? So I want to, I feel like I'm old school saying this, but do y'all remember that case, um, happily ever after case video with case and Beyonce was, um, the main person in the, that video always stuck with me as a kid. Where did, what? 
Wait, can I throw something in there real quick? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I, did, I did have, speaking of just an ideal date, there was one time, this was, um, this was before I got married. I did have an ideal date in LA. Okay. And Jane was popping. Like it wasn't, it was, it was just the fact, I think, I think the best part about it was just the simple attention of making me feel wanted. Like it was, it wasn't uncrazy. We drove up the PCH and just went and grabbed some grub, looked out on the water, conversed. It was just, it was so ideal. It wasn't a bunch of fluff. It wasn't a bunch of stuff. It was just, all right, we're just going to chill. We're going to spend some time. And it was one of the best dates I ever had. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so this does exist. Yeah. Huh, this is nice. Yes. Um, yeah, it was just, now that, 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 that was definitely an ideal date. I, I'll take as much as I'm a wanderluster and, you know, we got to have a budget for that. Right. Yeah, on, we do. On, on, the lower, on the lower end, the lower spectrum. It was all about it was all about me. Yeah. At that moment. And it couldn't it couldn't have gotten any better than that. I mean, the food was good, the company was good, the conversation was good, the environment was stunning. I mean, everything along the PCH is fantastic. Hello. Just yeah. uh you can't go wrong with PCH. Right. You just can't. On the date you just really can't. You can, you know what? Another great date I had as a first date. I have a tent like a, a daytime beach tent. Mm-hmm. And we walked to the beach, went out there on the tent. I cooked dinner for my family and just packed up a little bit to go down there. And it was such a cool date. Now, honestly, in reverse, ideally, he would do all that for me. Right. But I, if he don't have a tent, I'll let him borrow my tent. But he could come up with that idea and then, you know. But it, it was cool. It doesn't, you're right, it doesn't always have to be over the top or, it, you know. But the main thing is your commitment mm-hmm. to being there in that moment with me has to be over the top, has to be 100%. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I I hear you on that. Well, let's see. We've been on for a while now, which I find to be amazing because I've been listening to other podcasts and I realize, oh, they just go on and on. So I'm happy that we have gone on and on. But it's time for a game. I'm going to spin the roulette wheel. It's going to land on one of us. And then we're going to scroll up and pick someone out of the comments to win an old mother candle which some of the first ones are already done and they smell really good. And all you'll have to do if you win is inbox me and uh, your mailing address and I'll send it out to you. But uh, we appreciate you. So here we go. Wait, do we get a candle? Oh, y'all are already getting gifts. I mean, come on. It's for the other people. I got you. Who's gonna choose? Oh, I should have taken myself out of it. I don't want to choose. Okay, good. <laughs> you get to choose. Who are you gonna choose? And I guess I share a candle with one of y'all in here. Let's see. Maybe what? try to pick someone who actually commented because um, they're more likely to send their information. <laughs> Is um, Trap Jack still in here? 
Uh, is Trap Jack still in here? Trap Jacks is not still in here. Okay, sorry, Trap Jacks. Um, who is this? Oh, that's our admin. All a lot, almost everybody in here. I make an admin, so oh, you are it. okay. Yeah. Um, got a few of them. What about Latifah? Uh, did Latifah talk to us? She said, "Hey." Uh-uh. Dang, this would land on me. I'm like scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> like decisions, decisions, decisions. Yeah. Um. What? Dang. I, sorry, Trap Jack. You ain't here because Trap Jack was talking to us. Mhm. So our lunch was. Who it? Oh, that's Trap. Dang. They sound funny. Uh-huh. What about, huh? What anybody you pick? Who just sent something? Is that you? TC like, like I wanna win. Who who was that? TC. Oh uh-huh. give give it to CC then. All right, TC, you have one mm-hmm. and oh mother candle. Please send me your mailing address. I will make sure that I get that out to you this week. You will receive it. It's yummy. And when you light it, you'll think of the three of us. Yeah. And all of the amazing conversation that you just witnessed. Mm-hmm. Yes. And oh, mother candle. Oh, the candle. Exactly. See what I'm saying? You see how you win it? Look how you win when you come around here. So... <laughs> So I think that that will conclude this episode. I want to thank everyone for joining Oh Mother. Thank you so much to Chuck and Miss Megan Lorraine for being so open and honest about their experiences as mommies living in this life. Um, I just really, I love you both. We love you too. You inspire me so freaking much. It's amazing. Shout out to Nissan, the real Nissan, yeah, producer of this awesome moment. And to everyone who has joined us, we greatly appreciate you. Remember that Oh Mother is going to be available starting Mother's Day Eve. That's May 8th. Next week, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, um, and a few other platforms you can get Google. Um, the It'll be on all of those platforms. YouTube, we will restream it there on the BPM channel. And you, of course, can come and visit us again while we record and come catch us. I think we're doing the next one on the 15th. Is that what I said? I think it's the 15th. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the 15th, we're doing the next one. And I don't know if we're going to talk about in-laws. Should we talk about the in-law in loves? Or we'll see. We'll see. I don't know what we'll we're figure it out. About, but it's going to be too. good. And we <laughs> want your input. So come join us. Come chill with us. And again, we appreciate you greatly. And that's it. That's it. That's yeah. all.